0: On this episode of Tomorrow Stories, Miriam Smen. Miriam is a green fashion pioneer, and going green has been a huge claim for fashion brands lately. But what does it really mean to be sustainable in fashion? We will dive into this topic in this episode and find out what it really means to make fashion more responsible, more sustainable, and more green. Let's go.
1: Uh, I guess the trend is um, to speak about sustainability (laughs) Um, and I wish uh, we would do more than just speaking. Um, There are capsule collections coming up with uh, organic cotton, there are uh, innovative fibers, whatever. And um, we have um, to have an eye on it, to give um, tools to the consumers to separate sustainable fashion from greenwashing fashion.
0: Before we start, here's a little shout out to my production partner. This podcast is produced by the music and brand strategists at Raven & Finch. Together, we've created this format. And if you're looking for someone to advise you on your brand's sound, check them out. All infos about them can be found in the show notes below. Add it up. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of Tomorrow Stories. My name is Lizzie Prem, and on this podcast, I talk to some of the most exciting future thinkers about what's in store for us tomorrow. My guest on this episode today is Miriam Sment. Miriam Sment is a green fashion pioneer and activist in Germany, and she's one of the loudest voices in sustainable fashion. One of her slogans is, let's make eco the new normal, or another one, let's change the fashion game. She is really about a systematic change within the fashion industry to make it more responsible for people and the planet. So what actually are the problems within the fashion industry? Well, on the one hand, fashion is one of the biggest polluters in the world when it comes to waste and overproduction. There's also the working condition that are horrific in many parts of this world, and the production itself causes a lot of pollution. On the side of the consumer, there is a a great demand for sustainability at the moment, but brands have seen this as a big business opportunity, and some of the not-so-good ones have been greenwashing in order to sell more products So we have a lot of things that we're looking at that need to change, and Miriam is here to do that. Parallel to Frankfurt Fashion Week, Miriam will be hosting a new event format called Green Style and Neonit Lab. So if you are in Frankfurt between June 24th and June 26th, make sure you stop by and check out the green fashion brands on display and take a chance to learn more about sustainable fashion. Miriam and her team will also be launching a new sustainable fashion magazine, as she's going to tell us in the talk that follows this So, what can we actually all do to make fashion more sustainable? Well, as Miriam's going to explain, it all comes down to us consumers. In the end, we need to buy less and buy more responsible. So, her take on a capsule collection, on how you can shop your own wardrobe and edit the pieces are very, very good. Take her advice and just try it. And i tried it myself, if you actually look at your closet and see what you're really wearing, uh, it really blows your mind how much is actually up to you and how you can change by being a different kind of consumer. What fashion is also trying to do at the moment is uh, finding alternatives for fabrics, alternatives for leather, for example, with mushroom spider silk like Stella McCartney is doing. And this is an interesting avenue of keeping the consumption going, but making sure that the materials disappear in nature, maybe, or that they can be recycled. But as Miriam's going to explain, this doesn't really solve the social side of the fashion industry, the social problems that are currently there, because it might still mean that workers work endless hours and are not paid responsibly. So we really need to be transparent also about these new processes and new production methods. Another take could be the regenerative model, the resale, the vintage side of it all. That is something that is very popular with Gen Z and definitely getting more and more promotion by big brands and also a lot more financial value within the system as well. We're also seeing a lot of labels out there to tackle the problem of greenwashing, got certification, organic cotton certifications, which, as Miriam's going to say, need to be followed through with a lot more vigor. And maybe the blockchain could be a solution. Uh, You could have a label in clothing where you can trace back the origins, but that won't help if we don't make these origins themselves responsible. So what Miriam is proposing that the governments also come in a lot stronger to make the fashion industry more responsible. Yeah, but let's hear it all from the expert herself. Here is Miriam Sment on the future of sustainable fashion. Hello, liebe Miriam. How are you today? So nice having you here.
1: Thanks for having
0: me and uh, for bringing Spotlight to our topic. Yeah, it's it's uh, you've been a guest in Salzburg before, but uh, that was already two or three years ago. So a lot has happened since, and I'm very excited to be talking to you about this today. So uh, because one of your biggest projects coming up very soon is that you are doing a very special event parallel to f- uh, Frankfurt Fashion Week. No, uh, so it's uh, you're launching a project together with Neonit Lab. And it's your green style brand with them. And it's all about sustainable fashion. So uh, can you tell us a little bit more about this?
1: Yeah, first of all, it uh, was not easy
0: the last two years
1: for us as organizers because um, due to the pandemic, nothing could happen. So we are very um, happy to come back on site and together with New Knit, as you said, because these are my kind of how I can say icons because um, they are doing the biggest uh, sustainable um, trade fair in in the world. And now we teamed up um, and they opened their doors for consumers, what's kind of important, I guess. And normally uh, Neonit is a B2B event. And now we're doing a D2C event together. And we are bringing five exciting elements, I guess, from um then and from us it's the um, fashion sustain conference where we have some uh, green style slots and talking about all the important topics in sustainable um, fashion world mm-hmm. and um, they come with the content creator um, uh, event it's the pre-peep where you can do stylings with sustainable brands and bring spotlights to um uh, to sustainable brands on uh, Instagram, um, for instance. And they have their showcases uh, like the SDGs, the sustainability development goals to bring this closer to the consumers to get more information and um, to live more sustainable. And they have their knowledge lounge where they're um, like uh, God's Global Organic Standard or Ecotex, all these uh, certifiers are And uh, it's the green style brand area, what we are doing. We bring there Mm -hmm. 25 sustainable brands and the makers, because this is our idea to bring the makers of the brands to the uh, consumers, to the fashion uh, people, Mm -hmm. to link them together uh, for more transparency and uh, get them inspired by um, sustainable collections. And um, they are coming from, I guess, four or five countries I
0: don't know. <laughs> so not um, just German brands. It's, it's from many countries that you bring together.
1: Mostly from Germany, of course, because mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Of, um, not traveling that much. But they are from Austria, Italy, Switzerland, and I guess somebody from Luxembourg. I, mm-hmm, I have to check mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. list again. <laughs> um, so there's everything from shoes to bags to clothes um, and all kind of um, sustainable ideas from upcycling, recycling, producing, local, um, social business. And uh, and you can buy everything. This is the idea because um, mm. we always hear um, sustainability is important. I would buy sustainable clothes, but I don't know where, or they are not looking good, or they are too expensive. So we so say true. bring them mm-hmm. together yeah. and, and you know where to find them. You can see that they are not looking like, organic produced um old-fashioned stuff but uh, very mm-hmm. stylish and um i guess the prices are uh, very affordable but you have to pay more for a sustainable fashion because it's produced fair so, more yeah expensive.
0: of course and can anyone go there so it's for consumers you have to be in frankfurt obviously so it's on site yeah, yeah? and um uh when when is it exactly
1: so um, it's from uh, June 24 to June 26. It's Friday to Sunday, mm-hmm. and it's for everybody, and it's for free. Oh, and, uh, been, eh? and we will have a fantastic time. We're so much looking forward to this.
0: Yeah, yeah. It it sounds it sounds very good. Uh, and you're also launching a magazine at the uh, this event, no? <laughs>
1: Yeah, okay. (laughs) This is, um, I I try to uh, play the whole uh, thing and uh, to use all my things I can uh, to reach everybody and um, with this topic. So yeah, I'm a journalist normally. So I'm still writing for uh, magazines, but I think we um, have to stay at the surface always. We don't, have not a chance to go too deep enough into the work and the visions of so many interesting people. That's why we decided to make our own magazine, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: print magazine. That is
1: print magazine. Yes, and it's called Pure View because oh, we want to have a look deeper than on the surface. We have ten uh, uh, game-changing uh, persons from munich because this is the idea we bring 10 stories from 10 persons from one city to make more visible what's going on in in a city we started surprised in munich because this is my hometown yeah and, um yeah we go further than maybe to hamburg berlin salzburg vienna mm-hmm. zurich i don't know but we are very excited about this and uh, totally happy um we Had the idea one year ago, but uh, it took a while because it's only three of us, um, two persons writing, like Heike and me and our amazing friend, Imin, who is rocking 170 pages as our art director.
0: That's Um, a huge magazine, yeah.
1: (laughs) And we're doing it beside our normal work. So it took a while, but yeah.
0: No, you oh, yeah. are a true, true trailblazer for sustainable fashion within the German-speaking market, and uh, I think uh, you can also be a role model for other places. I'm sure, and that's why we're doing this talk in English, and <laughs> we wanna, wanna also bring uh, this idea of sustainable fashion and how you can promote it, which I've always always admired how you're doing it. And uh, I've, I've always thought that you have a somehow an axis that uh, is for consumers because you hear so much about sustainable fashion and you kind of feel like, I don't really know what to do, but you always break it down. And the idea to have the brands there and you can buy them also makes so much sense and so much more accessible for everyone. So that's that's really great. Congratulations on this idea. Thank but you. of course what I'm really really intrigued of hearing from you on the Tomorrow Stories podcast on talking about the future is which trends are you seeing overall now in fashion in terms of sustainability?
1: Oh, uh, it's always uh, not that easy to speak about trends. Uh, I guess the trend is um, to speak about sustainability. <laughs> um, and I wish uh, we would do more than just speaking. Um, there are capsule collections coming up with uh, organic cotton. There are you know, innovative fibers, whatever. And um, we have um, to have an eye on it to give um, tools to the consumers to separate sustainable fashion from greenwashing fashion Mm -hmm. this is uh, this is a challenge of the future i guess and um but there are some trends, not like in the, in the normal fashion, like uh, black is a new blue, or uh, you know the claims. Um, it's um, there are some buzzwords that are really important. This is um, circular um, circular economy, going mm-hmm. closing the the loop and um, not using too much uh, new resources, but using um, the waste we already have because uh, we are wasting our fashion. Uh, yeah. I, Everybody has 90 pieces in his uh, wardrobe and is wearing every fifth piece is not worn. And so many pieces are thrown away uh, before it's ever worn. So um, closing the loop is really, really important. And this means we need more recycling and upcycling and uh, innovative uh, ways of consumption. What's Mm -hmm. renting? So not buying maybe, Mm -hmm. but renting. Um, because uh, yeah it's always the same uh, approach keeping the pieces in the loop Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. and do you think uh, the pandemic has changed how we look at sustainable fashion because also the nature sustainability topic uh, came in through the pandemic a lot more or do you think it has has been pushed to the back a bit because we had health issues and other things that for a while or how do you see that um
1: i guess um the pandemic was a huge accelerator for this topic um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. especially in the beginning um this is why uh, some things really changed because uh, we have the supply supply chain law in germany um what means um i have to keep my eye on um human rights in the beginning of the supply chain. Um, This is a big step, but it's not big enough because it only works when you have more than 3,000 workers. Mm -hmm. What means uh, when Mm -hmm. you have 2,999 workers, there is no idea of uh, human rights. Okay, so Um, that's how brands (laughs) slip under. Oh Yeah, Yeah. but it's the first step. So I guess it was a big accelerator, but um, we have to act now. Not mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. not only talking about it, but um, acting. And um, uh, yesterday was Overshoot Day, so um, there is something to do. We have yeah. to we have to uh, close these gaps. And and we speak about an, an intention behavior big gap because um, we know um, that it's not good for people, not good for the animal, not good for the planet, and not good for me. But I'm still consuming more and faster and mm-hmm. worse.
0: Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Overshoot day is when we have used all the resources, no? And we have to, uh, during the year, actually, now we're wasting resources. Yeah. And it's only may <laughs> so yeah it's only the fifth month of the year that's crazy um yeah that's also my observation in terms of consumption it's not really stopping and we see uh some i'm not going to say the brand but there's a brand that a lot of young people are buying now know that is uh has has had very very bad press because they also said they're eco-conscious but they're definitely not so um I kind of feel like uh materials uh using Different materials in fashion, mushrooms, spider silk, uh, those things that we see Stella McCartney uh, promoting a lot uh, seems to be a very good solution because you feel like, okay, if these materials can uh, recycle in a way that they don't harm the nature, but we can still consume new stuff. So I thought maybe this is, this is a more realistic way of, of changing the fashion industry by coming up with better materials. Do you think that is an avenue? Uh, better materials uh, is definitely an idea, but I guess all these um,
1: apple skin, pignatex, orange fiber, uh, mushroom yeah, uh, yeah, things that yeah. Uh, you said, um, this is an idea, but this will not uh, save our planet. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's uh, um, an idea to bring spotlight to the topic. It's an idea for a smaller um, uh, capsule collections maybe, but it's not helping the, the um people suing all these things in, in the, in the global South area. Um, yeah. That's are right. Getting, it doesn't change uh, that. No, yeah, no it's not changing. That is only the um, ecological um, aspect. But, um, I, I think the only thing that would help is buying less and better.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And,
1: um, we are still consuming more and faster. So, um, if we are consuming more and faster, um, better materials, it's getting a little bit better, but this is not enough to reach the one. Yeah, you're right. Um, You're very right. We aim for 2030. So uh, we have to change our um, behavior and um, we have to uh,
0: consume more conscious. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. So what do you think we will wear in 2030, 2040? What, what, What do you think? Where will this all go? Are you hopeful it will change? Um, I just read a book from
1: German oh I don't know say how to say in English neurowissenschaftlerin
0: neurological Neuro- yeah research in neuroscience yeah, yeah. <laughs> somehow like
1: this <laughs> uh, it's uh, Marion Urner, it's, uh, she's from Germany and I met her in Frankfurt in the beginning of the year and she um, wrote a book what means um, uh, we have to stop the our own crisis and why we can't mm-hmm. stop the crisis because of our of our brain and how it works and um, the end is yes we have the chance um to change our behavior so mm-hmm. um i hope um that uh, we are looking different on on this topic because it's not we have to change because somebody is forcing us we have to change because we want to stay here on this planet we want to keep this planet we want to treat people fair and we want to have our children a nice planet so um i guess uh, nothing will really change to 2030 yeah so we will not reach the 1.5 degree um, aim oh, no yeah uh, no i don't think so because it's only uh, seven and a half years left
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, we're already <laughs> maybe maybe over Green today too. is going from May to June or July, maybe so it's a mm-hmm. good start, but uh, I guess uh, we we cannot see a big change uh, in fashion. So, I i heard so many interesting things because let's produce uh, one um, sort of fashion that's everything in a light blue and made of fantastic materials, nobody needs more, so we need only five pieces in our wardrobe. This is an idea. Mm-hmm. would help but I guess you don't want to have this and I don't want to have this Mm -mm. because fashion is a a way to show my personality and um, this this doesn't work so we have to change our behavior our attitude and um, the way of the consumption and um, if we get um, a law Mm -hmm. that will force us to change it because Is produced better, so we can reach our aims faster. But not
0: um, when we do it from
1: our mm-hmm. end.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I can hear from what you're saying, it's the consumer changing, wanting to uh, consume less and better. But I can also hear that you uh, want the government to introduce some laws because it seems like the brands are not changing the companies are not changing the system is not changing is 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 that where also things need to be adjusted
1: i guess everybody is changing a bit mm-hmm. even the mm-hmm. small capture collections um, that are sustainable yeah um, it's the first step yeah? yeah i don't know the idea of um, these huge fast retailers if they Want to be sustainable one day, or if they only want to show that they are sustainable in a greenwashing way? But um, I think uh, we have to—we need a, a change that is coming much quicker. So mm-hmm. we need the government with support.
0: Yeah. And are there any lobbies that are trying the, uh, to change uh, laws and and to push this? Yes, yes, definitely. That is why
1: uh, last year the supply chain
0: law. Yeah, yeah, as you mentioned before.
1: Yeah, this uh, this was uh, depending on the pandemic. It was away already, but then it came back. And yeah, it's the first step. Uh, but as you said before, we have so many problems in this world at the moment. We have the pandemic or mm-hmm. in Ukraine.
0: Um, so this is not the first topic at all. On the agenda, even though it's one of the biggest polluters. No, Fashion is one of the biggest polluters yes. uh, in the world across the whole planet and uh creating a lot of waste and a lot of plastic (laughs) problems as well no Yeah. Uh, yeah yeah so what can each one of us if we completely break it down uh what can each one of us do can we even do something you said consume less um look at what brands you buy i guess also or and look at labels or uh like you said got the 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 or any cotton organic cotton label what what's the best thing if i was to go out and say okay i need a new jacket i want to buy it now what do i do um
1: as you said there are the labels but it's uh shopping is is fun right we, want to still, mm-hmm. we still want to have fun when we buy clothes. We don't want to go to a store and check all these um, labels. Is it produced fair? Is it produced uh, with a living wage? Um, is it uh, ecolog- ecological? Okay, so this is not fun. So mm-hmm. I, I always say go to maybe um, sustainable shops. There are many sustainable shops already online mm-hmm. or um, in the cities. And um, they did the first step. So everything you can buy there is in a mm-hmm. way sustainable. So it's, it feels like shopping in a normal way and not like uh, investigative searching for sustainable fashion. And um, yeah, on our website, uh, for instance, uh, you can find a brand directory. there are ah, okay yeah 160 portraits that I wrote um, on for brands that are sustainable. You cannot buy at the green style online but uh, you can check um, the names if, if you're looking for uh, for instance uh, trousers or a jacket you can see which brands are del- delivering jackets it's mm-hmm. a quick finder for a slow fashion yeah. and um, yeah and we have we have the power as consumers more mm-hmm. than we think, because uh, it depends on do I buy, do I not buy, what do I buy, as you said before. And um, we have to get louder. But not yeah. everybody is an activist, but um, activism feels good sometimes because uh, we have to do good and we can do good.
0: Yeah, yeah. So is this what you want to continue doing with Green Style? What What are your goals for, for yourself and for your undertakings in the next little while
1: (laughs) good question because uh, at the moment we are doing so much and we have uh, not enough people um because we are still in startup um we have to find our way i guess um we will do the magazine of course for Mm -hmm. the next uh, cities and uh, we do um events maybe together as Neonet or not um we we will show and see what the future is bringing and um I, I want to uh, reach as many people as possible um, to show them that sustainable fashion is the right choice.
0: Mm-hmm. And what, what is, uh, now I'm really intrigued, what is, what is your personal uh, motivation to do this? Because it just seems like you're really living this. It's, it's like it's at, at the heart of all you're doing. huh? <laughs> I didn't prepare this question for you, but
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's a conclusion of everything, so it's not that easy to say, but um as I said before, I, I, I am a journalist. I was working for high fashion magazines mm-hmm. and I was uh, promoting con- consumerism every day, like um, mm-hmm. buy more, have more, spend more money, and now um I'm trying to um I found my way to live with better and less pieces and I don't want to harm people, animals, uh, and the environment Mm -hmm. with my Mm -hmm. behavior. Why? Because Mm -hmm. um, you cannot see me now because uh, we are uh, on the podcast, but um, I'm wearing clothes and uh, nobody sees that my clothes are sustainable produced. So why, when I have the choice, between sustainable and not sustainable clothes. Why should I buy? Mm -hmm. Sorry. Is
0: all that you're wearing yourself also sustainable? Do you? Kind of. Yes,
1: of course. I'm wearing a, a, you say in English, bomber jacket. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is uh, not a sustainable brand, but it was from a friend from my daughters um, and they uh, were wearing it. And now I'm wearing it. It's inside (laughs) with pink and white dots because it's a children's jacket. And uh-huh. <laughs> this is sustainable because it's in the family now for many years. And um, I'm wearing uh, dungeons made from hemp, what's oh, not an innovative material, but um, it's um, very old material because uh, clothes were made from hemp before mm-hmm. cotton came and uh, f- flooded uh, the world with um, not very good material. And you can see this brand, of course, for instance, is um, with us in Frankfurt. It's an Italian brand and I'm wearing, yeah, we don't want to speak about my socks, but yeah, I'm wearing my, um, I'm wearing sustainable in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I still have many, many pieces from my time as a fashion editor, as, uh, um, you know, fashion editors have many pieces mm-hmm, of clothes, mm-hmm. and i still have them because it's not sustainable to give them away yeah you just re- re-wear to,
0: and you shop your own closet in yes. a way and um do you see this because you were mentioning your children do you see the younger generation uh having this much more on top of their mind green fashion kind of kind
1: of kind of um I guess um, the younger generation is not the one that's buying um, at fair fashion brands. Like mm-hmm. uh, we are promoting the fair fashion brands. They are more in the, in the second-hand vintage um, um, topic because um, this is uh, really, really sustainable to buy uh, clothes that are already produced and keep them in the loop, as I said before. Uh, and this is a topic what got uh, huge during the last two years. You had even hand. bigger, yeah, because it's it was bigger, there bigger.
0: before with the vintage, and and
1: now it's even bigger, even bigger because you can buy um second hand online right now. You have these things like vintage and um, mm-hmm. this, this is uh, huge platforms. And uh, even the high fashion designers uh, started to
0: resell their clothes, like yeah. I guess Gucci yeah. or Gucci, or Gucci Vault, where they yeah. have the vintage fashion and all sorts of, uh, yeah, like Vestiaire Collective where you can look for brands yeah. and uh, that has had huge investment even pouring into them. Uh, and you also have the big platforms having sections for secondhand, I think. Yes. Yeah, Farfetch, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm, yeah, some, yeah. some of yeah. those big players also have it. So, um, yeah. Yeah, no. and there
1: was, uh, for instance, the launch of, uh, you know, Refurb. They were very popular for technical stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. We worked. And um, two days ago, there was the launch in Vienna for their fashion. Oh, person.
0: oh! I have to look into this. Yeah. Oh, that sounds very exciting. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Miriam, for giving us uh, a broad overview and uh, so many insights of what's really happening right now. And um, yeah, I, I, I really want to come to the fair. I'm gonna try to be in Frankfurt. and I would is to see you again. Yes, Offline. the Offline. other way around, not in Salzburg. Yeah. I come to you. And uh, of course, yeah, it's 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 super, super exciting. This is happening parallel to Frankfurt Fashion Week. So also uh, people who have fashion on their mind can have this topic on their mind as well and get more informed about it. So um, congratulations on this event and congratulations on your magazine and um, looking forward to seeing this first copy. I'm sure it's going to be very, very beautiful. And yeah, very. I
1: can't wait, yeah. wait
0: to have it in my hands. And um, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly how you feel. Like the journalists kind of, it's like Christmas and Easter together, no? When you get the printed magazine and it smells <laughs> like fresh print. Ah, Very, very nice. (laughs) Thank you for coming on. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. So we've already reached the end of this episode. Thank you for staying on all the way through. I'm really excited to have you here. And if you liked what you're hearing, please subscribe to this podcast, Tomorrow Stories here on Spotify or on Apple Podcast. And if you like, you can always get in touch with us via our website, tomorrowstories.com or via our Instagram account, Tomorrow Stories. Until next time, take care.